to Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight either an essential oil or herb that will optimize your health. Sit back and flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy. Hello, everybody. This is a Gregory Luna. Of course, you can call me Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary. We hope you're doing well today as you're relaxing or trying to relax. Because stress is something that most of the time we can't control. And I think it's difficult for us to understand that, that we cannot control people's behaviors. We cannot control people's actions. And what is the point of stressing over things that are out of our control? It's akin to having water in your palm And you try hard and hard and squeeze your palm tighter to keep that water in there. But inevitably, it goes away. So let's remember that. The website of Katie and myself, it's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles. We have food recipes. We have meditation articles. We have sleep insomnia articles. There's a bunch of clean eating articles. And we have hundreds of recipes. And of course, the Holistic Health News Podcast and Confessions of an Obese Child Podcast is there as well, so check out the website. Please donate to our Patreon account. Follow the links on the episode notes. To help donate some money to our cause, we would appreciate that as the summer is approaching. And please consider buying Confessions of an Obese Child, my ebook. Now, many of you don't deal with addiction or ever had disordered eating, but if any of you did, or if any of you were bullied, or if any of you just want to support Naturopathic Earth and Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary, please go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble and type in Confessions of an Obese Child. It's $2.99. We would appreciate it if you would purchase the book. It's a fun read, even though the topic might be a little sad. And I am a holistic paleo-inspired health coach. I have lost a lot of weight and kept it off for over 27, 28 years. So if any of you need assistance aside from aromatherapy information, then contact me through the website and we will help you out. All right, so today we're going to talk about sandalwood oil. Sandalwood, it does not come from the sweat of wearing stinky sandals. Sandalwood actually has an interesting history. Similar to cedarwood, it's kind of a manly odor. It's uh, kind of a woodsy smell, I guess we could we could say. And it's commonly used as a base product for incense and perfumes and aftershaves and kind of that manly stuff. It's a good odor to diffuse around the house. And we'll talk about some ways that it can be used Now, sandalwood tends to be one of the more expensive oils to buy. And the reason that is, is most of the sandalwood comes from India, from uh, the tree called Santalum album. And this is a very expensive tree. It's a very kind of prized tree. And to get the best oils out of a sandalwood tree, it must grow for at least 40 50, 60 years before the roots of it can be harvested. Now, sandalwood is pretty popular in the Ayurvedic or Indian medicine. It has a millennial-old history 
over there in India. And the sandalwood tree itself is considered to be holy. And the tree is used for various religious ceremonies, such as births and weddings. The main active ingredient in sandalwood is alpha and beta santalol. These are the main components. And the molecules of these two active components are known to be the responsibility or cause of the strong fragrance that is associated with sandalwood. And a particular alpha santalol is the one that has a lot of numerous health benefits, especially in the Ayurvedic medicine world. So we're going to cover some of the benefits of sandalwood, and some of them are going to be similar to cedarwood, which was our previous episode, but need not fret. It does have some unique properties because I think it's important for you now that this is our maybe eighth or ninth oil that we're covering, I want you to, to, to know the major takeaways of each oil. So for example, when, when you think of lavender, think of its sedative effect. Right? When you think of peppermint, think of its digestive qualities and how it's a great uh, way to wake up. When you think of rosemary, think of how it's great for memory and cognition. When you think of cedarwood, think about how it's great for skin. So the big takeaway here for sandalwood, and the one we're going to begin with, is sexual libido. Yeah, it gets people horny, in other words. Sandalwood is known forever, uh, especially, again, in the Ayurvedic medicine world, to be a natural aphrodisiac. It helps increase libido, and it helps men with erectile dysfunction, or as we used to call it, impotence, which means literally lack of power. So if any of you have that issue, you can certainly put a couple of drops of sandalwood oil and a massage oil or a topical lotion and have a lot of fun with the foreplay. But it's it's got a certain odor or aroma, I guess we could say, that is just very masculine. It's just a very kind of a manly odor. And look, women also like sex. And testosterone is the hormone that's actually responsible for both men and female sex drive. We, we associate testosterone with only with men because it exhibits the secondary sexual characteristics of a man, the deeper voice, the chest hair. But testosterone is crucial for women because it's responsible, albeit they produce a much smaller amount. It's responsible for sex drive. So you women can also use sandalwood as well. Another benefit, and this is similar to cedarwood, is that it helps with integumentary problems. So let's say skin problems. It's very commonly used on the skin um, let's say as an astringent. An astringent is something that can dry things up. So if you have like a minor cut or a bruise, let's say you have a hemorrhoid, uh, which witch hazel, for example, is a great astringent to put on a hemorrhoid. But just in general, for any cuts and bruises to clean the skin, sandalwood. And similar to cedarwood, it, it helps with eczema, and it can help with psoriasis, and it can help with warts. So think of any, just in general, think of any skin disorders, skin problems. 
uh, cedarwood and sandalwood are both really great for that. So if any of you have a wart, I've had plantar warts in my life. I used to have a humongous wart when I was a child, around eight or nine years old, and this didn't help with my bullying as Fat Albert. But I had this humongous, it must have been a two, maybe a one-inch wart in the middle of my middle finger on the volar aspect, so the front aspect, the palm aspect, this gigantic wart. And uh, it was horrible, right? Kids made fun of me. And back then, we didn't have the cryotherapy to freeze it, so I just got toenail clippers and just kind of clipped it off. Another benefit of sandalwood is going to be it's known for its sedative effects, okay? So, I mean, there's numerous oils, and you'll see the redundancy of of a lot of the indications or usages for these oils. So there's multiple oils that can be used for relaxation. Uh, we know that, for example, cedarwood is another one. But sandalwood is great uh, to reduce fretfulness. If you're fretting, if you're, if you're worrying about something, anxiousness, anxiety, um, it's known to help with anxiety and fear, and it can induce relaxation and calmness and positive thoughts and these are all important because again we are too life is too short and we tend to be myopic about stress if you go back to katie's uh, mindfulness monday meditation she has three of them early in the stream from a couple years ago and i think she does those really well but she kind of reminds us of just the power of our thoughts and how our thoughts and the negativity and the negative self-thoughts that we all tend to entertain way too much can self-sabotage they really can but going back to relaxation there was a study published in the journal of complementary therapies and clinical practice that's a long journal name and that patients who were receiving palliative care care to get better felt much more relaxed and less anxious when they received aromatherapy with sandalwood prior to receiving the care so that's another benefit Another benefit of sandalwood is that it's a antitussive, in other words, it's a fancy word for medical terminology to treat coughs. It treats coughs. It's an expectorant, and it can really help with the cough issue. So one way you can use it would be to put a couple of drops, perhaps like in a cloth, and inhale it in. And it should reduce or abate the coughing issues. Also, in general, anytime you have anything that's respiratory related, you can inhale, diffuse out a little sandalwood. That should help with the cough and the flu and the common cold and other issues like that. One of its more unique usages is that it helps with the urinary system. In particular, the urinary tract infections. You know, we, we, we women in general tend to get more UTIs because their urethra, of course, is shorter than the man's urethra. So bacteria, it makes it easier to go from the skin where we have just that natural flora uh, microbiome on the skin and the bacteria goes and travels up the urethra into the bladder. And uh, especially with women. But in general... It's known to help the, the urinary system, and it can help promote not just the, the combating of whatever bacteria is causing the UTI, 
but it also is a diuretic in that it can help release urine flow. You know, a diuretic, water pills, for example, um, bulimics use them all the time, unfortunately. But sandalwood can help release fluid from the body. It's a natural diuretic. So if you use sandalwood, it can increase the frequency and volume of urine. This is important, uh, especially in the Ayurvedic world, if they feel that you are building up or abhorring, uh, accumulating too much of the toxic nitrogenous-based urea that is urine. I mean, that's why we need to urinate, because urea is toxic to the body. And if there's ever a time where there's a stone or a blockage in our urinary system and the urine is keep being produced and goes backward into the blood, into the renal artery, um, that's not good. That's uremia, right? So we got to get that stuff out. So just in ge- just know in general that the sandalwood oil is really good for anything urinary related. So if you're having a UTI, a UTI um, you can go see a clinical aromatherapist. There are people who do that, and they can actually administer some sandalwood, but I would do it under their supervision. But treatment for a UTI, treatment for anything urinary-related, kidney stones, and again, if you're just needing to produce more urine, sandalwood is your oil. Another usage for sandalwood is that it's a fantastic antiseptic. This is related back to skin issues, but sandalwood in a carrier oil is really great for cleaning the wounds, cleaning any ulcers you might have from infections. Let's say you had a staph infection, a skin boil. Um, it's great for pimples, similar to cedarwood. And in general, it's a great anti-inflammatory agent as well. Again, in, in the Indian medicine and Ayurvedic, they have numerous journals coming out of there from complementary or alternative health showing that it has a nice cooling effect on all types of inflammation. So it's not uncommon over there in India for them to use sandalwood to reduce inflammation in all the organ systems from digestive and nervous, circulatory, excretory, and so forth. And uh, they use it for that as well. So a great way to kind of think of sandalwood is that it's a great purgative in that it helps release bad things from your body, and one of the worst things you can have in your body is cancer. So one of the last things we'll cover in sandalwood here is that it's a great anti-cancer fighter. Of course, the empirical conventional medical world will laugh at anything that has to do with aromatherapy fighting cancer because their idea of treating cancer is cut it, poison it, or radiate or burn it. But there were some studies coming out of India, and believe me, I've been really wanting to do my Indian accent because it's one of the accents that I've really perfected, but self-restraint. So there was a study coming out of Bangalore over in India showing that alpha santalol, which we had talked about being the the best uh, active ingredient in sandalwood, how it had a very efficacious effect on skin cancer in animal subjects. They applied 5% sandalwood onto different uh, molds that were malignant and they showed reduction in it. So that's a great kind of use for it, though I, th- I doubt any of you are going to be using sandalwood to treat uh, some malignant molds, but just know it's there. It's there for you. 
And the last indication that we're going to talk about with sandalwood oil is that it improves mental clarity, similar to rosemary. There was a study done in the journal Planta Medica that evaluated the effect of sandalwood oil on attention and arousal levels. And the researchers found that sandalwood's main component, alpha centalol, which we've talked about, generated higher ratings of attentiveness and mood. So think of it as a natural uh, focalin, ritalin drug. So the next time you have some sort of deadline or speech that you have to give, uh, why don't you diffuse some sandalwood? It's, it's an interesting oil because it is an oil that will give you clarity, and but will also relax you. It's up there with, let's say, chamomile and lavender and that it is a relaxing and calming and stress-relieving oil. So it does have those kind of simultaneous yet somewhat seemingly contradictory indications. So the last thing I want to mention about sandalwood oil is how to apply it. So we don't want to apply it directly on the skin. you got to use a carrier oil, almond oil if you want, coconut oil, whatever oil you want to use it for. Uh, if you're going to use it like for headaches or if you just want to relax a little, you can put a couple of drops around your ankles and the wrists. I remember Katie used to always do this. She would apply it to her children. She would apply it on their ankle and their wrists. Uh, anytime you're feeling really stressed out or anytime you just need that mental clarity, you can do that. We mentioned with all the respiratory stuff, you can just put a couple of drops in a tissue and just inhale that in if you like to do that. You can also mix a couple of drops in on a bath at the end of the day. You can do that as well. For skin issues like the eczema and psoriasis and warts and, and all the integumentary stuff, again, you got to put it in some sort of base oil. And since sandalwood, again, is kind of a manly odor, it is great for deodorants and it's great for colognes, similar to cedarwood. So if you want to make a, a cologne out of it, you can certainly do that. And deodorants, as I mentioned in the cedarwood episode, is very easy. Just baking soda, some coconut oil, and mix it up and put in some drops of whatever oils you like. But sandalwood is a mainly kind of odor. The last thing I want to mention is some around-the-house kind of usages that you can do for it. Sandalwood is really well known for being kind of a, a disinfectant. Uh, similar to go back to the episode that Katie actually did on incense. So in the Catholic Church, for example, uh, they use incense quite a bit to clean the air. And over there, it's kind of done more to clean, uh, traditionally back in the day, to clean demons from the church. Uh, but sandalwood, is, it's still commonly used in the Indian world and in general as a way to clear the air. Um, it's got a very distinctive kind of uh, odor, and it has a distinctive usage to fumigate or disinfect a room. So, again, you could put some drops with some vinegar and some soap to clean around the area, clean around the house, or you could clean it in your car. And one of the things that you can do in your car is put a couple of drops in the AC vent throughout the, your driving time. 
you could put a couple of drops in a log before burning it in a fireplace. You could put a couple of drops to clean your washing machine or to clean your dishwasher. Um, it's also really great for foot baths, going back to a bath if you want to do a foot bath. So just in general, it's it's really good for cleaning, like a lot of these oils, like lemon. You know, almost all these oils you can clean uh, pretty well with. It's really a question of, of what you want it to be in terms of every oil has a lot of overlap. We've already talked about that. But what I want your final thoughts to kind of be with sandalwood is that when you think of sandalwood, think of sexual desire, think of virility, like with cedarwood, it's a masculine odor. So think of an aphrodisiac, think of urinary issues. Okay, that's another specific one that's really good for sandalwood. And think of skin issues in terms if you have any skin cancer issues or any warts or eczema, similar to some of the other oils. But think of that as well for sandalwood. Those are kind of the big three takeaway. Even though it's great for other usages, it's it's calming effect, it's, it's great use for mental clarity, it's great use for respiratory, but I really want you to focus on those three things. Sexual libido, skin issues, and urinary issues. And like with all the oils, guys, try to invest a, a decent amount of money getting high-quality oil. Sandalwood is expensive, so if you go to Amazon and find a sandalwood for $8, in general, I wouldn't buy any of the oils that you find on Amazon. But it needs to be 100% pure, therapeutic-grade, and certified organic. And I think Katie had mentioned this in one of the early episodes, how there's a lot of knockoffs, and some of you might have the cheaper ones, and when you open the oils, all of them, they, they have a very alcohol odor, and you know that is not natural. If you open 10 different oils, and you smell them, and they all kind of smell the same, then you know they've been vitiated or contaminated with fillers and additives. So you want to invest the money to get a good oil, and yes, you know, doTERRA and Young Living, I know both companies hate each other and all the MLM representatives are always squabbling over each other. Look, I don't really care either way, but I will say that both offer good quality oils. So invest in a good quality sandalwood, especially if you want to get it on and you can put some berry whites and some candles and some, some other sexy stuff to get it on. As always, guys, please hit the subscribe button. It would only take you two seconds and it helps our rankings for the aromatherapy podcast out there. And please post a review for Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary and share this episode and share this stream with your friends, other people that you know are into aromatherapy. And if you can also Go check out Holistic Health News. We have over 200 episodes, and normally we have one coming out every week or so. And I think that you would find a lot of those topics interesting, and they are connected to aromatherapy and overall optimal wellness and health. And they're really about purging and bringing knowledge to the toxins that are in our life and then purging those toxins from your life. Okay, guys, until next time, enjoy the summer. God bless. 
Thanks for listening to Katie's Essential Oil Apothecary. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.